everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam, and as always, I am joined by Joe. Joe, uh, welcome. Hi. <laughs> How was your vacation? As you guys know, we were off last week. We had our special uh, September games preview. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, you should go do that. Uh, that is up right now. We also had a quick recap of Broken Clock's main event for our wrestling pay-per-view No Mercy last week, which uh, Skip and I attended. Skip is on our wrestling podcast, for those of you that don't listen to that. Uh, but we went to that, had a good, fantastic time. But Joe was also on vacation. So, Joe, how was your vacation? Uh, my vacation was great. How was yours? My vacation was really good. Yeah, this is going to be maybe a little bit of a sleepy one because we're both a little tired. Tired and uh, jet lagged. Yeah, from, you got back yesterday or Friday? Yesterday morning. Yesterday morning. Got I got yesterday night. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, we were both on the West Coast, so time changes and, and whatnot. But no, I was in I was in Los Angeles. I had a good fun time. Saw a bunch of different stuff, and obviously the wrestling pay per view. And uh, we went to a, a special post show recording of Booker T's podcast, which was kind of fun. Uh, got to see a bunch of different wrestlers and things like that. You got to meet David Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette was there. Former which was WCW champion. Former WCW <laughs> champion, David Arquette. David Arquette, which was a real surprise because uh, he wasn't supposed to be there. He was just like drinking at the bar anyway. I'm, I'm sure that's just what he does. No, I think he I think he honestly, like he knew it was happening and wanted to come by because it was for charity and like Hurricane Harvey relief and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I was there for a full week. Got to do a bunch of touristy LA stuff. Uh, you were in Arizona. Did you do a lot of outdoors and hiking? And Yep. I climbed the mountain. I saw the Grand Canyon. Nice. I almost got attacked by an elk. Weird. <laughs> okay. We'll have to get that story later. Um, probably off the air. It sounds yeah, like yeah. there's a lot. You might have deserved it. I'm I not came sure. I across an elk. It was not happy with me being there. <laughs> Clearly. It tried to attack you. It fronted me. Wow. Did that thing where we did that like, check move. It was like, uh. Yeah. What uh, up? Step to good, it. Huh? You yeah. stepping up? Step. So then, did you get served after that? Uh, yeah, he uh, did a little spin. Got to be careful, man. Yeah. Don't want to get served by an elk. Yeah, um, breakdance move. But yeah, so we were we missed last week, but we did have an episode for you with our fall games preview of all the things that we're excited about. So like I said, uh, go check that out. But this is our games podcast for this week, our games cast, where we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the slogan for the Broken Clock podcast. We're going to see if you, we're going to forget it this time. Nope, I got you. Uh, it just did it in a different order, because uh, I wanted to talk about your vacation, because I'm a good friend, and I want to know what you've been up to in the time since I've seen you. Yeah, fighting uh, elk. That's yeah, fighting elk, um, as in the real world instead of the virtual world. Uh, which is what we normally cover here on our games cast. So we're going to transition from your vacation and your elk fighting job uh, to what we've been playing, which is what we always start with. So Joe, what, what did you play uh, in the two weeks since we last uh, recorded? I uh, I mean, technically I played a whole lot of stuff. I bought a fuck ton of stuff in the last like two weeks. There's a lot um, of sales. Like yeah. PS4 had a sale. Well, I think Xbox even, had a sale. It wasn't even stuff on sale. Uh, okay. So let's see. Um, while I was there in Arizona, I Picked up a copy of uh, Mario Maker for the 3DS because nice. I was like walking around Best Buy at one point and said, oh, fuck, you know what? I'm going to buy this. I want to play this. I really thought about doing that, too, because I was like, I've, I've always wanted to get this game. Like, it's always one of those ones where I'm like, I'm going to get it eventually. And I figured, oh, I'm going on vacation. Uh, and then I remembered that I'm the best at sleeping on planes. <laughs> and so I wasn't going to get to play it if I bought it. So I didn't buy it. Yeah, I um, I, I didn't actually even end up playing anything. I, before I left, I bought a fuck ton of virtual console games. So I bought Pokemon, um, Pokemon Silver and Gold, because uh, those came out like the day before I left. Um, I bought Breath of Fire one and two. Uh, I bought Castlevania, the uh, Super Castlevania four, and Castlevania Dracula X. 
um, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna play all these, you know, go around and, uh, while I'm playing on the plane, like swish it up, try yeah. different things. And I didn't end up doing that. I read a book on Columbine <laughs> instead. <laughs> okay, wait, was the book pro or anti Columbine, <laughs> or just a history of? Uh, very pro. <laughs> oh no! No, no. It, was a, it was a history of Columbine. Oh, okay, but we're not going to talk about Columbine. We're not, uh, and its relationship to video games. We're not talking about that. Actually, it was very much uh, against the whole idea that like video games and Marilyn Manson caused this. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Finally, they're getting the 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 due that yeah. they deserve. Um. So yeah, I bought those. Uh, like I said, I, I brought the. I had bought. Samus Returns beforehand. I didn't plan that. Um, yeah, that was your plan. Was like, I'm yeah, that was the plan. Was to buy Samus. that. I didn't want to play it. As, you said I didn't want to play it as much because I'm going to play it on the trip. Yeah, and I ended up doing that. Didn't play it on the trip. Um, and then yeah, I bought the Mario Maker. Um, and then when I got back, I picked up a couple things. So I picked up Cuphead, and I picked up Fortnite. Did you get to play Cuphead yet? Because I really want to play, play Cup- Cuphead. Is it great? It's great. Oh, man. It's, it's re- I didn't play it too much. Um, but, you know, with a lot of these games that are, like, you know, super hyped up, there's yeah. always that, like, moment where you're like, it's going to suck when it comes out, isn't it? Like, Mighty Number no. 9 and shit yeah. like that. That always end up being, you know, the hype never actually builds up to the... Or the hype never actually meets the expectations of the yeah. game. Um, yeah, Cuphead is... It's everything that... it it's worth all the hype. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if my PC can run it. But like when I got back yesterday, I like didn't want to do anything, so I didn't load it up. I'll probably do that tomorrow. Uh, I was pissed though because in LA, the day I left was a launch party for Cuphead, and I had a chance to get tickets uh, to it, and was like, oh, I can't go. Like my flight is at nine and it starts at seven. Like I'll have to already be at the airport for that. Um, so I didn't get it. And then later, like a couple days later, I was checking my itinerary and realized like, oh shit, my flight's not till eleven. I could totally leave at we like, like eight, nine o'clock. Wrong, you were on like East Coast time. No, I just I misremembered. Yeah, what time I should have been. I was thinking what time I had to leave for the airport was what time my flight was like in my head, and so I went back and was like, oh, I could totally go to like at least an hour of it, maybe play a little Cuphead, you know, see, you know, talk to a developer or something like that, like get some cool insight or something, and play a game that I've been really looking forward to. And when I went back to get tickets, they were all sold out. So I was super bummed about that because I really, really want to play that game. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't play like too much of it just because I pretty much only had today to play it. Is it as hard as everyone says it's it is? Fucking hard. Okay, it's real fucking hard. That's kind of good though. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I played that. Um. And I played uh, Fortnite Battle Royale, which is a free game that was put out. Uh, it's a spinoff, basically, of the game Fortnite by Epic. Yep. Um. It's also it is- a. Player Unknown Battlegrounds rip off, right? Great rip off of yeah. Player Unknown's Battleground. That's I only the reason I the only reason I heard about it was because the people who made Player Unknown's Battleground uh, which just changed their name of their studio to uh, PUBG Corp. What were they before? Do you know? I think it was just Player Unknown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. I think Player Unknown is just the name, like the nickname of the guy that made it. Oh, really? Like the head of the studio is his like nickname is Player Unknown, or like that was his handle. Oh, yeah, it was a gamer so, like, tag or something. Yeah. So like he just called it like my game basically yeah. when he put it out. And I think yeah, they just decided officially just to, like change their name to Pub Corp. Yeah, PUBG Corp. Um, but yeah, the only reason I had heard about Fortnite Battle Royale was because they were like, "Hey man, have you seen this game?" And they're like, "Yeah, we've we've seen it, and we think we might have to send some cease and desist letters, and might have to stop some games from from being there because this is our game." <laughs> yeah, it is a straight up ripoff. I mean, is it fun? Um, yeah, I mean it's still fun. Okay. It, 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 
it really does copy the you know the aesthetic and everything like that. Well, except for using like the cartoony thing, but the yeah. gameplay style. Um, there's a lot of stuff that it like it feels really rushed. It feels like this is something that like one programmer was doing in his spare time, fucking around with, and like the head of the studio walked by and went like, "Hey, what's that? Yeah, we're putting that out right now. Yeah, we have goes, to because the hype for Player No Battleground is still also, going on. And also, they're like, we need to get this out before the actual like. Player unknown version comes out. Oh, because thing. yeah, on Xbox because that's coming out uh, in like the next couple of months. Yeah, they yeah, said the before Xbox the end of version. 2018, yeah. the yep. Xbox version. Yeah, so they're like, okay, we got to get this out, the, the like our version out before that one. It'll be like we're technically first, even though we 100 percent ripped this off from somebody else. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, like, there's you know certain aspects are different. Like, it has the crafting mechanic yeah. in this one. I didn't play Fortnite proper, so I don't know exactly how tone down the crafting materials but you can still like build walls and you know yeah like, add parts to the forts and stuff like that and like kind of build your own little you know outpost yeah but the game is so fast and frenetic that you don't really i haven't even bothered to learn how to build anything because you just, you're just running around going like oh please god don't kill me shooting everything yeah um so like it has the crafting aspect so that's a little bit different it also takes like is missing some stuff in player unknown you can you know find armor like not only is there guns, but there's like armor and stuff like that yeah. that you can put on to you know add to your character's defense, like helmets to keep yourself from getting one shot headshotted and stuff. Yeah, like that. Um, none of that's in there. It's just guns. Oh, it's okay. The only thing you find. So it's different I, enough, I guess. It's just bare bones. Like, yeah, it's like bare not bones. Different, but um, but I mean, it's straight up like. Yeah. How much did you ever watch any like gameplay of? PUBG. Yeah, like I've seen people play it on Twitch and stuff it's like the, that. It's the same thing where like you start off the first like minute and a half, everyone's just on this little island, you're running around doing stuff, and then instead of hopping into a plane, you hop into the party bus, which is a bus that you know has a blimp attached to it that flies overhead, and then everyone jumps out at you know whatever time that you know it just says press A to jump out, and you parachute in, and then off you go. Yeah, it's, it's really a straight up rip off. Um, I mean. How many games are like that though? Like, how many games are a sh- this game is a straight up rip off of this game kind of thing? Well, even Player Unknown's Battlegrounds isn't it essentially like Daisy and like whatever that one was where, where you're surviving like other people and zombies? Oh yeah, it really is kind of just a straight up rip off of that. Yeah, and I think extent. like I, a modified rip off. Yeah, and I think in people talking to him about it, I feel like I read something somewhere where he was like, yeah, I mean, without games like Daisy and without games like that, Player Unknown Battlegrounds wouldn't exist, which makes sense. But like, all you did was get rid of the zombies and the game is still the same as that one so it's not even like it's a wholly original idea of survive the multiplayer horde kind of thing mm-hmm. um so i mean i i can understand why they're like we gotta protect our inter- intellectual property kind yeah. of thing but i'm like come on this is i'm sure they're talking to lawyers and giving it a, a good honest try but it could be just like you don't have anything that's wholly original in your game Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, because I haven't played it. So I don't, I'm not going to say that they have nothing wholly original, but like, maybe that's what a lawyer says. Like, listen, from a legal standpoint, nothing that you have here is an original, like, asset. Granted, you put them all together in a new way that maybe someone didn't do before, but it's not, like, protected from a legal sense. Yeah. Um, but did you have fun with the, the uh, ripoff? Yeah, yeah, I did. Actually, right. today, before coming over here, I got to second place, which there I was you go. really surprised at. I was like... And goddamn, is it fucking intense when you're getting down to that last thing? Because the way that the game works is, uh, yeah, it drops everybody down. You know, everyone drops onto the island, and then uh, a circle appears, and it slowly gets smaller, yeah. forcing everybody into the middle. Yeah, because otherwise you just stay at the or back. whatever that that section is. Yeah, yeah, to keep you know, so that it forces you. So like finally the you know the thing is like just big enough for a house to fit in it and like I'm kind of like creeping around the house going like where the fuck is this asshole? God yeah. damn it! And he got you. I have, I have like six life left. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then, uh, I like stopped. I like healed myself. I got my life all the way up, and then I like turned around and just got a shot. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. But yeah, you're like, you know, you can feel like the trembles in your hand, the tremors in your hand, where you're just like, oh, fuck, Shit. oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. And you said that's a free download? It's a free download. All right. It's on PS4 also. So get it while you can, I guess. Before, yeah, it, before it gets taken down. Yeah, before it gets taken down. Or, take it out. Yeah. Although I would think once it gets taken down, they would probably still have the... Like, you probably still play it, but you just can't, like, get it. Um, probably. I don't know. Maybe they'll force them to take the servers down or something. Yeah, also. maybe. Um, but that's cool that it was fun. Did you play anything else? Um... Let me think. Like I said, there's so many things. I talked about Cuphead. Yeah. Um... No, no, that's about it. Nice. Yeah, I played zero on vacation. Yeah. I played a little bit more of Uncharted the week like before I went on vacation, like yeah. since we last recorded, like that had the like the regular week and then the vacation week. I played a little bit more of that, but not. I didn't get too much into it because like busy like packing and getting everything ready and like figuring out what I want to do. That took up most of my time. Um, and then on vacation, like. I brought my 3DS, I brought my Vita, I brought my Switch. Like Jesus I was, Christ. I was all ready to go. I had a whole backpack full. I had all the chargers. I just like, brought my 3DS. I was too scared to bring my Switch. Yeah, I, I like, I have to go check it to make sure that like I didn't like crush it or anything. Yeah, crack a screen or fuck up the Joy-Con or anything like that. It yeah. seems fine. Um, in the couple of times that I've taken it out just to check on it. Um, but like, I'm a pro at sleeping on planes, so I didn't need any video games there because like I just slept the I entire. I wear contacts. I've worn them for like the last fucking 20 years or something like that. Yeah. And I like, I can't fall asleep with them in. Well, you're not supposed to. Yeah. That's the thing. So that's so good. Like, I can't fall asleep on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Um, I mean, you just wear your glasses on the plane, but yeah, <laughs> um, you should see my glasses. Yeah. Well then they're get new glasses fucking... and sleep on, get sleeping no, glasses. They're, they're, they're Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. <laughs> just get sleeping glasses. Um, so yeah, I was I so I didn't end up playing anything on the plane and then, you know, I had so much planned and so much stuff to do like on vacation that when I got back at the end of the night, I wasn't like, all right, I'm going to play a game now. I just kind of like threw something on the TV and just relaxed. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much what I did when I was playing like, yeah. the um, the Mario Maker and stuff. I, yeah. like, I got like half an hour before I'd fall asleep, so I'll just play a couple levels of Mario Maker. Yeah, see that's the thing like I knew that if I had picked up one of the systems, it would have been first a struggle to figure out which one I wanted to play what game I then wanted to play on it. And then by the time I figured it all out, I would have been tired and fallen asleep. So like I didn't actually play anything. Um, but uh, Friday I went and I picked myself up a super Nintendo classic. Hey. Um, so I was able to get one. So you got yours like in California. Yeah, I sure did. So there's a whole story that I'll go into and explain it to you. Um, as part of this talking about the super Nintendo classic, because that was really all I played for like a couple of hours once I got home yesterday. Um, so I'll weave my, what we're playing into our first news item, which was the super Nintendo classic came out on Friday. Um, congratulations to anybody that got one and, um, better luck next time to those that didn't. Yeah. You, cause you got yours from skip, skip. which we had uh, talked about before. Yeah. I went up today. Um, so I, I woke, I was like, all right, there's a Best Buy not too far from where I was staying in California. I'll go a little early before they open. Like, I'm not going to wake up at, you know, 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. Like, I'm not going to go out of my You're way. It's my last day of vacation. Like, I'm not going to kill myself trying to get one of these. If I don't get one, hey, I'll try when I get home when Shipment 2 comes out or whatever. Like, and if I don't get it, it's not the end of the world. I don't have a Nintendo Classic. It it's is whatever. the end of the world. Oh, my God. Is it really? Good yes. thing I got one, though. Yeah. Um, so I get to... Who knows what would happen if you did it? Yeah, end of the world. Just massive earthquakes everywhere. It would have been Geostorm, but like, you know, way worse or something. Um, 
So I, I get to the GameStop and they have a sign on the door. And good on GameStop because they they made everybody print out signs and they put them on the door and they said how many consoles we have and how many of these like uh, uh, like wireless controllers that we have for it, which I guess they were selling too. Huh. Um, so I walk up there and I look and it says we have 20. And I was like, okay, that's a good number. Let me see what the lines looks like. 21 people in line. Uh, this so is like I was, when I went to try and get the NES Classic. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not waiting in this line on the hope that, like, because some of the people were together, like some were a couple and like there were a couple, you know, couples. So it's like, all right, even if those people are together and only by one, like maybe I'll get one, but even then we're still cutting it really close um it's not worth it i'm not going to wait here in a line because and also like how many gamestop employees had well i guess they wouldn't put on the sign they i think they would have modified the number yeah. to how many they got minus pre-orders minus employees just buying one that didn't have a pre-order that's how many we have for the general public to, to buy mm-hmm. um and so the thing was too is that like i had to be checked out of where i was staying because it was my last day of vacation at 11 so any of these stores opened at 10 o'clock i didn't want to like wait in line get to the front, buy it, try to get like an Uber back to my place. Cause it would have been like, I would have been cutting it really close to like pack up all my shit and get out. Um, so I go to take an Uber to Best Buy. Uh, the Uber drives right by me, does not pick me up. <laughs> I'm watching the thing, expecting him to turn around. He does not. He then cancels my trip. And I was like, Oh, and well, you watch him, like, sucks. Drive by? I watched him drive by. Like I even, I was nice. And I like was on the, the corner of the street and I was like waving my hand and my phone. And he didn't even look in my direction and just, oh, he, he drove just went, away. He like, I don't trust that guy. No, he didn't even see me. It was like, it was like one of those carpool Ubers. Yeah, still, like you didn't even stop. Didn't stop. Didn't see me. Didn't look. He was only looking in one direction, took the turn and just went <laughs> and like never tried to come back. Never tried to turn around. That's never, California for you. never called me nothing. So he cancels that. So I was like, shit, like now it's getting close to 10 o'clock. Like I'm going to still try to go to this Best Buy. It's like, you know, 10 minutes down the road or whatever. So, I, I get another Uber. I pull up to Best Buy, and the line is like down the block. And the Uber driver, like not realizing I was going to Best Buy because he just had an address, was like, "Oh man, I bet the new iPhone's out today." Like, I wouldn't want to wait in that line. And I was like, "Well, actually, what kind of idiot wants to do that." Yeah, and I was like, "Actually, that's that's me. You can just you can drop me off wherever." And just tuck and rolled. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I walked into the Best Buy, and like the line is crazy long. And I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to wait in this. Like, this is crazy. So yeah, I go, well, you said you only have like 40 minutes, right? Yeah. I, at this point, I have like an hour or 10 minutes before I have to like be back, packed up and out of my Airbnb. So I, you know, I walk up to the door because I want to see what the, the plan is because there's yeah. a lot of people in line. I don't know what the what their like setup is. So a couple of employees walk out and they go, who doesn't have tickets? And I go, oh, I don't have a ticket, not knowing what a ticket is <laughs> or what their plan is. So I got a sheet of paper and the sheet of paper just... Uh, it says Super Nintendo Classic, and it's got like some Amiibo pictures and like the extension cords, and, like all the stuff that you would want to probably buy with your system. And I look at the guy, and I was like, "All right, so I just got one. What what is this?" <laughs> and like he's like, I oh. "Handed me this." Yeah, and he's like, he says the tickets. So, like, what's the deal? Like, how are you doing this? And he goes, "Oh, uh, if you have a ticket, just be back here by one o'clock and buy your SNES Classic." And I go. So wait, I don't. So why was everybody sitting in line? No fucking idea. So I was like, all right. So and I, I felt like a dick for like clarifying it, but it just it didn't make any sense to me that it could be no, this yeah. awesome of a scenario. So I was like, all right. So just so I got this, we're we're used to we've had years of clusterfucks to yeah, deal with, and that. just like being jerked around and like you know I didn't want to I didn't want to think I had one and then blow my opportunity. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So just to clarify, this is a ticket. This means I have one. Just be back by one. And he's like, yep, just as long as you're back by 1 p.m. and you buy it before then, 
and you have a ticket and you have this, you give them this ticket, you got one. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Peace. <laughs> like, so I went and got like, I got breakfast and I made it back in my time and showered, got Pack packed up, up, everything, uh, got out of there, uh, dropped my bags off, uh, with my sister who works in, who works in LA. So I just put my stuff in her car. Oh, I know your sister lived out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I put my stuff in her car so that way I didn't have to lug it around the city all day while I killed time. Cause my flight wasn't until the night. Um, so I dropped it off with there, walked right back to the Best Buy, picked it up, bought it. No problem. I was, uh, I was checking out and I was like, by the way, like, how many of these did you guys have? 300. Jesus they had God. 300 Super Nintendo Classics. So was this like a, a big Best Buy or I something? I mean, it was in, like, it was in Hollywood. In Hollywood right? Yeah, it was in Hollywood. So, like, I guess it's it was the, a big one. The Hollywood Best Buy. I guess. But I, I, I don't know. They have a couple of them or something. Yeah, I'm sure they have, like, some all over, like, you know, downtown or like, you know, various places around Los Angeles. But 300, it was a lot. And because I, you know, the GameStop had 20. So, I mean, that's a crazy amount. So I was number 227, did not have to wait in a line, did not have to kill any time, didn't have to break my neck. I mean, there wasn't even at least a line for checkout? Not not when I went back at like 12. Oh. Because by the time I checked out of my thing and dropped all my bags off and like walked back over, there was like 12 o'clock. No line. I just walked right up to a customer service thing. I was like, yeah, I have this ticket uh, for Super Nintendo. She's like, okay. Walked away, came back, Super Nintendo. Did you get any, like you didn't get the wireless controller or the extension cables or anything? No, because I had to fly with it and I only had like so much space in my carry-ons and stuff to take it with me. So, um I didn't get to play it Friday. I ultimately got to play it uh yesterday for a little bit. It's cool. Like I never owned a Super Nintendo, so I'm really excited to go through and yeah, like it's, it's, play that, these that games. It's so weird to me that you've never owned a Super Nintendo. So I had like, a I feel like this is some sort of I don't know, like rite of passage or something. Kind of. Like yeah. So like I had a Nintendo and then for the longest time, like anytime I saw a game that I wanted or a cool thing, I'd be like, oh my God, mom, can I get this? Like, you know, birthday, Christmas, like, can I get it? And they're like, the Nintendo works, right? And like, <laughs> I can't say no because they're just going to go check it. Because you, like, like, you like turn around, like they just hear a crunch noise. Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't know. It's just, yeah. There's a well, blueprint in it now. Yeah. And I don't want to break the Nintendo because you want to keep the Nintendo. Well, yeah. And then you never know. They could be like, well, you didn't take care of the Nintendo, so you're not getting a Super Nintendo because you broke it. Um, you know, you know, the parent, the parent, yeah, mind, parent the tricks. Parent, the parent trap. Yeah, exactly. So um, I never had one. And then I ultimately got a Nintendo 64. So like I missed the whole Super Nintendo Genesis generation. Oh, I had have a Genesis either? No, I had a Nintendo so and then weird. a Nintendo 64. Really me. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but like I played it at friends' houses here and there, but I like I never sat down and played Mario World. So like mm-hmm. I really want to go sit down and play Super Mario World. Um, so I'm going to do that this week and like go through. I unlocked Star Fox 2 because you had to go and beat the first level of Star Fox, which was. I'm surprised that it's a lot to begin with. When I when I saw that like the article saying like how to unlock Star Fox 2, I went, Wait, why? why? Yeah, why? I I don't. I don't Especially know. to make it something so easy as to just you have to beat one level of Star Fox. That's it. That's all you got to do. What is the? What is even the point? Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's cool. Like it's it's very similar to the NES Classic, which I didn't. I don't have, but I played. Um, the controllers are longer, which I is never, good. Yeah, the cable. Um, I I never actually got a chance to ever like see the NES Classic. Mm. So uh, when I picked mine up, so I, I hung up with Skip earlier today, and he brought. The you know the one he picked up for me yeah um, for anyone that didn't hear the old podcast Skippy just was able to pre order one because he's a friends with a man, one of the managers at GameStop yeah and he was able to pre-order and he one. didn't want it 
So he, he was like, it. I'm getting like, it for... She said, she said, like, do you want one of these? And he said, I, I'll pre-order it. Sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, he figured, worst case scenario, he gives it to one of... He sells it to one of us. Yeah, so uh, I, I picked mine up today. And um, I'd never seen an NES Classic, like, in the flesh. So I didn't realize... Like, I mean, I always saw, like, the pictures of it sitting in the hand. But it's, like, not until you actually hold it's one. Really when small. he handed me the bag, I'm like... This is it? Like, this is as big as it is? And I, like, took it out, and I was like, holy fuck, this is tiny. It's really small. It's really small. It's yeah. It's fucking weird. Um, yeah, we're looking at it right now. I actually saw one yesterday next to a Super Nintendo at my friend's house, and it's just, like, it's so weird to see the size disparity. Yeah. Um, Once I, like, actually take mine out and set it up, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to put it, like, next to each next other. Next to it, yeah. Um, but it's cool. I like, I like the menu. I like the different... Uh, I tried out the different, like, display styles. So there's regular 4.3... There's Pixel Perfect, which is like a does a little upscaling, uh, and then there's like the classic s- mode. The, yeah, the scan mode where it puts scan lines on the TV, so you can like truly have the it be mode. yeah, so you can truly have it be a retro type console. Um, and yeah, I mean, all the games are there. The the little bit I played of it, I played for like a half an hour, um, but the little bit I played of it, you know, feels right. Controls fine. Like everything seems to run perfectly fine. So I like. I'm really, I'm really happy with it, and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try to get good at old Mario Kart, and I'm gonna try to, you know, beat all these games, and then try to get better at beating those games. Like this is gonna be a thing where it's like I can only play for like a half an hour. I'll just play some more Mario. Like yeah. I'll play some, you know, Kirby. Like I really want to play Mario All, not Mario All Stars, uh, Mario RPG. Yeah, um, Mario RPG is fantastic. Yeah, so that's what I keep hearing. So like, finally going to get a chance to like play these games that I know are good and I know are a lot of fun, but just like in my time never got around to actually uh actually play so you played it for a little bit just when you came over what did you what were the very first initial like reactions for you um i mean you know first of all like holding the controller in my hand i was like ah, yeah this, this really brings yeah. me back to the good the good old days yeah um but uh, yeah it looks fantastic and i'm also the same thing like i'm just excited to be able to go i mean i'm saying it like i've never had a chance to play i most of these games, I own a physical copy of the original SNES version, and I have like four SNESs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you've had your opportunities. I've had plenty of opportunities. Let people but, like me get a chance. Yeah, but still, like to be able to, you know, not go through the hassle of getting all the weird components to be able to hook it up and stuff. To be able to just yeah. plug it into the HDMI port, and, and you know, them. the carts are still going to work, and just like all yeah. the all the hangups that come with retro gaming. Like, yeah. And, like, not having to, you know, plug in my Wii U to use a virtual console or not, you know, just playing it on my 3DS, being able to, like, play it on my big screen TV. Uh, I'm really excited. And, like I said, one of the things I was most excited about was, like, being able to, you know, uh, bring it over to show my nephew, like, the games I grew up on. Yeah. I went over to my brother's house today. Um, just to like bring over the you know the stuff I bought like you know, gifts for my niece and nephew yeah. that, that I got in Arizona yeah um, I went over there today uh, he the kid is three years he just turned three yeah and uh, he was playing Rayman Legends uh, or Rayman Origins one of the Rayman the, the, games the, the side scrolling one yeah, yeah yeah on the 360 and like he was really good at it yeah like. My brother was like, "You gotta, you gotta see this. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch this." It's and amazing. Like, he like turned it on, and he handed it to the kid, and I'm just like watching him go through the levels, like, like nothing. Yeah. What it's, is it? I mean, it, it's run and jump, right? Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. like run and jump, like and like attack and you know, dodge oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the punch and kick and spin move and you know, jump on their heads. And, and he's already stuff. better than you in video games. And he's already better at me than video games. <laughs> I I was, I was watching it like my brother was like, "You gotta see this." Yeah. And like I'm like watching it, just going like. How old is he again? Yeah. He's turned three. What the fuck? 
Yeah, does it does it destroy your little heart that like you're really excited to like show him like classic Nintendo and classic? And he's gonna Super be Nintendo. like, "What the hell is this shit?" Yeah, like you're gonna bring it over and be like, "This is Mario World. Like this is one of my this favorite is, games." This is Kirby. Yeah, this is what I played when I was your age, and it's gonna be like that scene in Back to the Future is like, "You gotta play with your hands. That's a baby's toy." <laughs> and you're just gonna be like, "Shit." I know. It, it actually like. You know, going into this, I was like, I can't wait to show him this thing. And I was yeah. like, oh. Because in my head, I'm thinking, like, in, in you know, in two years when he's five, he'll yeah. be ready to try this. Yeah. Yeah, you better get him that Lego Millennium Falcon now because you never know in a couple of years when he's the age where he can play with Legos. He could be a mechanical engineer. We just don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. <laughs> you know, my mom was saying that to me. She was like, you know, well, you grew up with this stuff, too. I'm like, I don't, yeah, but not when I was three. Like, yeah. I think I, you know. What I, year were you three? I'm going to date you right now. Uh, 1986. All right. So games were just coming out. Yeah. So but like, I mean, I didn't get my super, like my first Nintendo until much later. Yeah. You know, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I definitely wasn't three when I got my you know, Nintendo. Yeah. I think there was a Nintendo in my house. Like, cause I was born later than you. Uh, All right, junior. Yeah, that's right. I'm a youngin. Um, and like, I always remember having a Nintendo in the house. So I like we must have had I it for a while. Getting my first Nintendo. See, I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it was just always there because my remember. dad probably bought it because it was like everyone was into video games back then because it was like the cool new thing that you can get in your house and it's super fun. Like regular people were into video games back then. Yeah, I uh, remember being in some um, shitty like uh, one of those like big box stores back like a Kmart, a Caldor, Caldors, Bradleys. Nobody beats the whiz. <laughs> yeah. I remember I, we were in one of those things. Yeah. And like, I remember like walking around and my mom just being like, do you want to get a Nintendo? And me being like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do I yeah, look like I a child? A <laughs> like, do I look like a male child between the ages of four and 12? You better you put your ass on a Nintendo. I was like, fuck yeah, I want that. And just like, you know, I had played one before because, um, I remember the first time I ever played it. My uncle had it. Yeah. And the first yeah, because like regular people were into video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like we would go to a campground every weekend, you know, or we just had like a trailer. You know, it's not like camping in a tent. It's like we had a trailer. That had Your a uncle lives in a trailer park. I got gotcha. you. It was a weekend getaway. <laughs> yeah, for you. But actually, my uncle was very, very rich. Yeah, well, he had a Nintendo. Yeah, he had a Nintendo. <laughs> he must have been. Um, and I remember he had one, and the first game I ever played was uh, Dragon Warrior. How is it not Mario. Um, I don't know. I, I just remember the first like Nintendo game I ever played was Dragon Warrior, and Weird. I always kind of held right. that as like a point of pride. Where I was like, first game I ever played was like one of the classic RPGs. There you go. And that set me up for life. There you go. Um, but yeah, watching my nephew play Rayman, just like whizzing through those things. Yeah, and, like you know, he's a three year old kid, so he's like doing it every time he beats the level. He's like. Whee! like kicking back and like flipping around in his chair and stuff like that well when you get him to play super nintendo i really want to know what he thinks yeah. i want to know if he just is like this is too easy yeah because those would... games are harder so maybe it'll maybe it'll he'll be playing like a three-year-old as opposed to playing like a you know seven or eight-year-old that he's playing at now well I, like i was you know watching him play that and my brother was like what are some other like games like this that he could get and i was like i wonder how he would do it cuphead <laughs> he would absolutely get destroyed i'm sure yeah i was like uh sonic mania I yeah i would love that um yeah the one thing i did notice with the super nintendo in terms of when you're going to go to play with your nephew is there aren't they give you two controllers and there's two controller ports it's not a lot of two-player games it's like a couple but not yeah i that was a thing that i kind of noticed like you know looking at it originally i yeah. remember thinking to myself like okay you can play mario kart two-player yep 
And then, like, Weird. most of the other games are... Or, like, one at a time. Yeah, they're multiplayer, but you pass the controller. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a couple, like, side-scroller beat-em-ups or something. And um, Street Fighter, obviously. Street Fighter and Turtles in Times. That's not, Turtles in Time. That's not on there. Is it not on there? No, that'd be fantastic if it was, but there's no Turtles. There's no Turtle games on there. Oh. I, oh. I would have immediately booted those up if there was. Oh. Um, there was not. Oh. So, uh, so, yeah. was on there. I and like honestly, I'm probably you know probably shouldn't say it, but like I'm kind of looking forward to when someone's like, all right, here's how you mod it and put all the best games of all time on here because like that's gonna be really fun. Yeah, you know it's gonna be coming soon. Yeah, so I'm gonna put NHL '94 on there and I hear Aladdin's great and uh, you never play. Oh yeah, you didn't have a system for that. We gen- just went the over Genesis this. version is better. Yeah, I hear that, but uh, you know, still it'll be fun. Mm. Like I'm really excited for it, and I'm excited to go and like finally actually play these games that I've only had like you I- know. I like envy you. <laughs> yeah, because it's There's like a part of me where like you know you always kind of wish you could erase the memory of something so you could experience it a second time. Yeah, yeah. Like man, I'd love to watch Lost again, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, because then you, if you knew it was going to happen, you just wouldn't watch Lost. Yeah, um, I I get that way with Star Wars, where I was like, man, I really wish I could like see Star Wars for the first time again and like appreciate it because I was a kid and like I loved it back then, but it you don't necessarily have like the wonder that you'd think that you would. Um, so I'm always like that too. So yeah, this will be an interesting thing. Like, what if I play Mario World and I just think it sucks? <laughs> it's like, why did anybody like this game? It's because they didn't know anything better. This game blows. Like, <laughs> this isn't Mario Odyssey. Yeah, no, well, can't wait for that. It's gonna be great too. Um, all of these games have to be accomplished and completed before Odyssey comes out, because then it's all it's yeah. all Mario on the Switch from I'm there on out. There. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, overall, very positive first reactions to the Super Nintendo Classic. Obviously, we're I think we're both gonna get into it a little bit more this week. Maybe if there's things that we like less or change our opinions on it, we'll let you know next week. But as of right now, initial reports say it's it's great. Thumbs so up. thumbs up. Um, so if you didn't get one, I they keep saying they're gonna keep making them in a more abundance than they did before. So and they better keep to their word about putting out some of the NES classics again. Yeah. Now that I have one, I I'm pissed that I don't have the other. Yeah. And they better make that one easy to get as well. Mm. Um, I actually did see somebody complaining online. They're like, I thought Nintendo said they're going to be putting out more of them. Like, I didn't get one. And it's like, <laughs> and a bunch of people responded. Yeah, was like, getting like five, they got 20. That's still yeah. better. And I saw a bunch of people responding. It was like, uh, we got six. Like, I work at X store and we got like six NES classics all of 2016. Uh, and we got 40 on Friday. So like. And they're like, Something. they're like, and I worked on Friday and everyone who came when the store opened on Friday got one. So like, are you just, just because you waited until like yeah. four o'clock in the afternoon and to like, try and pick yours up? I understand people have work, Like you can't necessarily get to the store right when it opens. I get it. But don't, don't say they didn't try when they did. Like mm-hmm. my best buy had 300. Well, that's probably an anomaly. California's best yeah. buy. I don't know how many the one Manchester got. No, but like. That's still an anomaly, but it's still way more than I imagined that same store got of the NES Classic. It had to have been. Um, so, you know, if you didn't get one, I wouldn't be too down in the dumps about it. It does seem like they're putting out more. So just keep your eyes peeled online for flyers and things like that. I'm sure every store is going to want you to know when they get one. So keep an eye peeled on your local game shops and hopefully you can snag one and play the old games as well. Um, so we'll move on from that uh, to the other like the real big piece of news uh, from the two weeks that we were gone is Thursday. We got a new trailer for red dead redemption two. It was our first real look at the game. 
uh, almost a year after the initial like Red Dead 2's coming. It's a oh, real the, the game. Like poster thing. Yeah, and there like was like updated poster every yeah every week. And it wasn't it like they were just it was There's just like, like a, adding another silhouette of a character. Yeah, and they were just like on horses and against the sunset. And, like that was all we had for a year, and then this was our first real look at it. It is a prequel. It takes place right. It's a prequel. Mm-hmm. It takes place before Red Dead Redemption. It's about gangs. It's, it's and, about the gang that your character in Red Dead Redemption one was in there you go yeah because at the end of it uh i think you at the end of the trailer you see like the leader of the gang yeah dusty i think something like that yeah um but i it looks amazing to me yeah it like there are parts of it where it's very cinematic and it looks like amazing like the the details yeah. the great where, like we're sitting there like is this cgi or is this in game yeah and then there were parts that like looked more in game and they had like rockstar face where it's just like man i can just tell that it's, mm, it's just not that good um but i think overall it's gonna look fantastic um, i mean i love the first game so much anyways like even i mean i'm not gonna like hold it up to it needs to be perfect like, yeah the, the game as long as the gameplay is just as polished and as good as the first one um yeah so i never played the first one because oh, you played the first one? no because I, I i i've talked about my feeling on like grand theft auto type games before where it's like i get really into them for like a week and then i don't play them anymore because uh, like yeah. i get kind of bored just running around doing the same things and sometimes it feels like you have to like run to the other side of the map just to do a mission and then run back and i I don't necessarily have fun just doing the like goofing around in the world. The thing um, that I love the most, yeah, which is what most people really love about it. And for some reason, that doesn't it never holds me. Um, so I didn't jump on that game because it felt like a Grand Theft Auto understand. type There's thing. There's a lot of games where even like if they're too open, it gets frustrating for me. It's why I never really got into the Fallout and Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, just because like they're so open that I need a little bit of structure well like the the good thing about those like the grand theft autos and the red deads is um you still need to play the game in order to kind of progress not only you know the plot but like the mechanics yeah you know you need to get farther in order to unlock like this certain ability to kind of do something else whereas the elder strolls games pretty much are just like go yeah do whatever you want yeah do you. you can follow the plot or you can go off and do a million other things yeah and it's the kind of thing where like the minute I get off and wander off to do other things, eventually I'm like, what was I doing again? Yeah, exa- exactly. Lose interest. Yeah, or like I don't play for a couple of days because like I had a busy weekend. I had a bunch mm-hmm. of events that I had to go do. You had to um, go to California to watch wrestling. Hey, I'll do that every weekend if somebody else pays for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so yeah, so I didn't, I don't jump into the Rockstar games typically because I know that's going to happen. And I don't, I don't really, the Cowboy aesthetic doesn't do it for me. I'm not I a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of westerns. I like, I, westerns. like I like a couple. Like I like the really good ones. Like Unforgiven is a fantastic movie, and I love it, and I love it. Um, but it wasn't enough where I was like a cowboy game done. I'm in. You know, um, you so, put cowboys or pirates in something. Yeah, you're I'm, all I'm in right on there. that. Yeah, and so I don't have that. So when that game came out, I was like, all right, I guess. But like, eh, it's not really for me. Maybe eventually, and like I never got around to it. I started it. I actually picked up a copy and started it, or borrowed from a friend, really. I should really give it back to him. Uh, when Westworld came out, because I was like, this is the closest I'm ever going to get to being super into like cowboys uh, and like the cowboy theme and everything like that. So I started it and again, like played it for a couple of days, and then something happened and I didn't play it for a while and I haven't picked it back up. Mostly because it requires me to plug in my PS3, which I kind of don't want to do. Um, so 
I'm not super like jazzed about this game because I don't think I'm going to play it. But this I'm also didn't. Jazzed. This didn't. Even the trailer didn't do enough to like sway me. It still looks good. The trailer was pretty much like this is a western. Yeah, that's what the trailer was. Yeah. So if you're not like western and all your thing, it's it's hard to get into it. Yeah. Um. It still looks good. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not going to shit on it in any way. Um. And like I'm sure it'll end up being a really good game. And like maybe I'll play it. I'm not shutting the door on it. Um. But there's so much coming out. Like I don't even know. This does this have a release date? I don't think so. I think no. It's just 20, I think it's like 2018. Second quarter 2018 or something. Yeah, so like probably the like late spring kind of situation. Um but yeah, I mean it it looked cool like the water effects and stuff, like the part where he's like he's got the bow and arrow and he's like shooting a, like a boar or something like that. Like that part looked really cool. Um and obviously the story I'm sure will be really good. Yeah. Um, Stories are always the best part. Now it does look like you can do something which I think I don't know if it's been announced or people just keep hinting at it that it looks like they're going to have like train robbing kind of like the Grand Theft Auto heist where like you and your I'm posse sure can go online. Are you excited for that? Cuz that oh, yeah. cuz like that's a big part of westerns is Train heists. Yeah, and the, the part I'm kind of most excited about is like, I, hopefully it's in there from the start because the problem with the heist in Grand Theft Auto is they added them so late to the game that it was like hard to get people excited. Yeah, and when they added them, weren't they broken? Like, wasn't it like? Yeah, it was a lot of problems with that. So if it, if it's straight in there from the game, like right from the get go, I'll be ecstatic for that. Is that what you're looking forward to most? If not, what are you looking forward to most in this game? Um, a story. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you the thing that I got from this trailer that made me excited, um, story-wise, is you're actually a bad guy in this one. Yeah. Uh, because there's one of the things that's always kind of really bugged me about the like the Rockstar Grand Theft Auto and you know Red Dead game is you're always a bad guy looking for redemption. Yeah. And How dare you in a game about redemption? Yeah, well, I, it's, it's in the title, but it, also in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like you know, Grand Theft Auto Four. Nico Bellic is like trying to run away from his past, so he comes to New York to start over again. But he gets pulled into the, the yeah. old life. And Grand Theft Auto Five, like you're a you're bank a crack addict. Turned, no, you're well. <laughs> I, mean, I always considered Michael to be the main character of that game. Me too, which is why I stopped playing because it, it wouldn't let me play as Michael the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you're a bank robber who, you know, gave up the old life and like faked his death so you could go on to like live a normal life and yeah. not have to go. But your your crazy crack friend, you know, shows up and drags you back into it. Yeah. And Red Dead Redemption is in the plot of that one was you're an ex uh, bank robber, like in part of a gang and yeah, trying you, to start over. In yeah. You town like you, and... you know, you took off and you, you know, you married and you started a farm and you gave up on the old life. But here come these uh, FBI agents or whatever, like the old school FBI. They yeah, came yeah. in. They're like, we need you to do stuff for you. And if you don't, we're going to throw you in jail for all the crimes. Because we know. You get pulled back into the world. Yep. They're always like, you're a good guy. You know, trying you're to make a flawed good guy. Yeah, you're yeah. like a flawed good guy who has to do bad things. Yeah. This one, it looks like you're just a bad guy doing bad guy things. Yeah. And Which... I'm like, good. Like, I like that. Because there's always the part in my mind where I'm like... You know, it, especially when it came to Grand Theft Auto 4, where, like, he's constantly like, I just want to be a good guy. As he's bashing someone's head in and, yeah. like, throwing dudes out windows and shooting everybody left and right and driving over people. Like, just let me be a bad guy. I will say, though, from the trailer, and it's probably going to it's probably gonna hurt your feelings, it does kind of look like that's going to be the thing again. Because there's that part at the end where he's like, 
yeah, I'm always loyal to you, Dusty. Like, whatever you say goes. But, like, he kind of says it in such a way, and at least the trailer frames it as such, where it's like, you're clearly going to try to overthrow the gang. And, like, you're still, like, as long as you're overthrowing it because, like, you're the power hungry dude who wants to be the leader of the gang. Yeah. Because, you know, in the in the beginning of the trailer, he's, like, talking to a kid. And he's like, I killed your dad. And, like, I'll kill you, too, and leave your mother alone. Yeah. You know? I'm like, good. Yes, I want to hear that. I want to hear you being, like, a hardcore badass bank robber cattle rustler. Is there any way, because, the like like you said, the other game starts where you're, you know, you're James Marsden and you've left this life. Is there any chance this is the same character and he just has a different name because that's what he used to be and then he changes his name? The character looks completely different. That's true. That is. Okay. Well, there you go then. Unless he like, you know, got plastic surgery at some point. There you go. Old West plastic surgery. I'm sure he's, uh, you know, James Marsden is going to show up in it. Yeah. Was it James Marsden? Isn't that an actor? It is. James Marsden is an actor. James Marsden is, I think, the character from Red Dead, right? Sounds right. Marsden sounds right. I don't remember if it was James. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Are you, speaking of, are you okay that it's a different character? Do you wish you were playing as the... It's it's a rock star, so it's a new character every time anyways. That's true. It's just, you know, how you kind of expect it. Yeah. Except for, like, Max Payne. See, there you go. You already proved yourself wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so overall, still just as hyped. Any more hyped? Even more hyped since the trailer came out. Even more hyped now that the trailer has come out. Um, So yeah, that'll do it for, like, the big news. But we did have a bunch of little things, which means it's time once again for a lightning round. Not lightning round. Um, so we're going to go through. Uh, we'll start with Rockstar, actually. So yes. lightning round. Speaking of Rockstar. Um, four new Rockstar games are coming to PS4. Joe, you have those? Uh, yeah. Um, well, it's nothing I think can officially confirmed now. Some of this news is a little old because we've basically been saving news for two weeks. Correct. So if something has like changed since then and we didn't realize it had changed, yeah. apologies. But uh, Also, if we missed your favorite piece of news from the last two weeks, it's not everything made the cut. So. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, the ESRB had, uh, listings for four, uh, classic PS2 Rockstar games, yep. but for the PS4, uh, they were Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories, Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne, and Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. There you go. So it looks like those will be coming to PlayStation 4 at some point. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, like one kind of you know, classic rock star disc or if it's just going to sell them all individually. It'll probably be the digital. same. Yeah. It'll probably be the way they have bully and the way they have grand theft auto oh, yeah, two yeah. and three and, yeah. um, or three and like San Andreas and all that where you can just buy them individually. But they, they, I think they all have trophies now and mm. they're updated in that aspect, but they're not remastered or anything like that. Okay. It's just like ports. But um, I mean, good on rockstar, you know, making sure that everyone can play all their old games. They're the ones who do this the most with those PS2 classics. They, mm. I mean, they have all of the grand theft autos, they have well, except uh, for those two. Well, yeah, well, those are the two that they were missing. But yeah. they have like three Vice City and San Andreas, like the three proper ones, because those were the PSP games. Yes. Well, um, they re-released them on PS2. Yeah, but those were originally like so. They have the mainline Grand Theft Autos. They have Bully. They have like, a couple other ones too. Um, so yeah, they're the best at Red, doing. Red Dead was put on that. Like the Red, Red Dead, Dead Revolver. Right. Did they put Red Dead Redemption One on there? No, that's a PS3 game. Oh shit! Yeah, they had Red Red Dead Revolver might be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're they're like the best at doing those PS2 classics. They clearly put out the most. So that's awesome that those are coming. Uh, which one are you going to get any of them, or which one you're looking forward to playing the most if you were to get one? You know, I actually look forward to playing Max Payne Two again. Yeah, yeah. I always like the Max Payne games. Three, like, 
three was a good game that I still enjoyed, but it, it, right. it didn't feel like the first two. Yeah, well, was it in a, a weird way? Was it a different studio or like? Pretty no? sure it was a different studio. It was, it like was Remedy Rock, made one and two. Yeah, like Rockstar and then put Rockstar it out. made three. That's what it was. Yeah, so uh, Remedy made one and two. Rockstar made three. There you go. So yeah, so it did have a, a different feel to it. Uh, that's pretty sweet. All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, we had the reveal of Battlefront maps and modes uh, came out. I think last week or the week before. Uh, John Boyega went out and did like a video on like Instagram or whatever, uh, where he announced a bunch of stuff. So uh, the biggest thing that they did was Galactic Assault is the biggest mode that they have, which is uh, little objective based things on like sprawling maps. Uh, so some of the DLC of Battlefront One had it so where like, it was like eight on eight. Um, this one's 20 on 20. 20, on 20. Yeah. So, uh, basically it'll be a thing where it's like, you're in one part of a, a world and you have to do an objective. And then when you get the objective done, it moves to another part of that same so world. The, uh, battlefront battlefield battlefield. That was a game mode in battlefield. Yeah. So it's the same, same kind of I idea. What it's called. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Um, but so we got, Maps across three different eras of Star Wars, so the three different like trilogy sections. Uh, prequel, we've got Kamino, which is where the clones are made. Uh, Kashyyyk, which is where the Wookiees are from. Um, and Theed, which is the uh, the big city on Naboo, I believe, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, don't uh, ask me about Star Wars stuff. That's right. You don't know nothing. Uh, original trilogy area, we've got the second Death Star, the Battle of Endor, most Eisley uh, and Yavin 4, which is the location of the first rebel base in A New Hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that one looks really cool. Just they put up some pictures. And it's like got a very like Aztec Incan, you know, Maya Incan type. Temples. Yeah. Um, a bunch, uh, across them and it's in a jungle. So that looks really cool. Um, there's also Hoth as well. And then we've got Force Awakens era maps, the uh, Starkiller base, which was the big Death Star esque thing from Hoth the two. yeah Hoth Hoth two featuring Death Star. Um, we <laughs> the have Hoth Star. Yeah, we have uh, Jakku again, which was DLC um, from the last Battlefront that came out, like when Force Awakens came out. Uh, so that's a desert planet uh, that is Tatooine two. Tatooine two. Yeah, and then Tokodana. Tatooine. Tatooine with a two. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how you write it. Um, and then uh, Takadana, which is where uh, Maz Kanata's uh, temple is, or palace, or bar uh, in Mosaic Cantina too. Yes, yeah. uh, exactly, because it's just a rehash of New Hope. We, everybody knows that. Um, so yeah, so those are the different uh, locations. Uh, and then in addition to Global Assault, the Heroes and Villains is returning again, where you can get hero tokens or villain tokens on either side, whichever team you're playing for, and you get to play as you know Luke Skywalker and Yoda, and looks like Darth. Maul and Ray and Kylo Ren and all these different people are going to be in that. Uh, there's an arcade mode. That, so is that that's a, just a separate mode that's not in every match? I thought that was just a part of every match where uh, you could be the heroes. No, it's the special. No, it's only in a certain mode. Uh, well, it's been a while since I played it, so I don't remember if that featured in. No, I think it's just in heroes and villains mode. Um, because then like the heroes are super overpowered. There are other modes like there's a like a dog fighting mode where you get like a hero ship. So like the Millennium Falcon or slave one or things like that. Um, so that kind of stuff is there. Uh, but I don't remember the, I don't remember it cause it's been a couple of years since I played battlefront. Um, but there, that there is a separate mode specifically for that as well. Um, and then we've got a mode called Strike, which is two eight-player teams compete in objective-based missions. So, um, yeah, so that's something a little bit smaller. Uh, Starfighter Assault is just uh, hero ships, fighters, and bombers. 
Uh, they engage in a multi-stage objective-based space battle. So that's where you're going to get your space battle stuff. Uh, let's see. Here's the villains. And then in arcade mode, which does have uh, single-player split-screen multiplayer on like one console where you're just fighting against AI enemies. So really multiplayer practice, uh, so to speak. So uh, those are all coming. It still all looks fantastic. Those of you that listened to last week's show, I'm super hyped on Battlefront. Uh, so I'm really excited for that to come out. Joe, which thing looked coolest to you or which one are you most likely to explore in a game that I don't think you're going to buy? That mode that was like the one from Battlefront or Battlefield. <laughs> the Galactic like Assault. Mode. Yeah. That, that mode was fun in Battlefield, so I'm sure it's going to be fun in Battlefront. Well, let's hope that it is super fun. Next item, lightning round. Uh, Zone of the Enders is coming to PS4. Or it's Zone of the Enders second runner uh, with VR support. That's pretty cool. Oh, was it just? Uh, I mean, I, I remember seeing that this was a thing. I, I wasn't sure if it was a new Zone of the Enders coming or it's just Zone of the Enders two. I think it's Zone of the Enders two with VR. Support. With the VR, I know the VR was a separate, a separate thing. Let's pull it back up so we can remember. Um, I'm looking it up because they this was announced like the day after we recorded last time mm-hmm. um, at Tokyo Game Show, which there was some stuff. Um, that came out of Tokyo Game Show. Not a ton, though. Like Originally, I thought, like, oh, we'll cover Tokyo Game Show. Uh, and then not a lot uh, not a lot came out of that. So, uh, Yep, yeah, it says, uh, originally released on PS2 in 2003 under the name Zone of the Under Second Runner in North America and Europe. Yep. So it gets uh, 4K support and VR support from the mm-hmm. looks of it. So I think it's going to be like a ground-up redo. They were remastered uh, on the PS3. Yes, there so was a collection. Yeah, yeah, there was a Zone of the Enders which collection. Which is why I find it weird that there's only putting out one of them. Yeah, maybe that's just maybe that's the one that works best in VR, and mm-hmm. that's why they wanted to do it. I was never a Zone of the Enders guy, so I don't... I played both of these. Um, I was never, like, a big fan. They were, like, a thing that I kind of almost felt, like, obligated to play. Because it's um, Kojima? It's like a Kojima game yeah. kind of thing. Um, I was never a big fan of them. Just the... Like, the, my problem with the first one was it had this, like, weird pacifist angle, which was kind of really annoying for a game that was, like, you know, all about fighting stuff. Yeah. Um, because, like, the kid, you know, you're, you're like, you're, it's, you know, standard anime giant mech fair where, like, you're a kid that, like, stumbles inside them a thing, the, the mach- giant fighting robot machine. Lucky like, you. You have to go out there and save the universe now. Of course. But, like, the kid kept, like screaming about how, like, I don't want to kill anybody. And, like, he would only fight robots. He, like, wouldn't fight a, you know, a ship piloted by a person. So he has empathy and you hate him. Yeah, what a little wuss. <laughs> Got him. But it's just the kind of thing, where, like, I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, jaded from playing so many video games. Where I just kept kind of being like, shut up and fight the goddamn people, you little yeah. wuss. Yeah, you're not here for the lecture. Yeah. Like, I'm here for the mech explosions, yeah. not for the lecture, And, I kid. mean, I guess that's, like, a Kojima thing because, like, yeah. all, you know, the Metal Gear games, even though you were, like, the ultimate soldier going around kill stuff, there was always this, like, we don't need war. It's true. We don't. What is it good for? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Um, And then I remember the second one, I just... The second one, like, the character wasn't, you know... Like wussy, like in the first. He wasn't one. an annoying little bitch. Yeah, um, but he was just kind of like his name was like Dingo, and like, like they did Dingus, this thing where like right? they took out his heart and they like put the battery for the ship inside of it, so like he can't leave the cockpit or he'll die because he doesn't have a heart. Yeah, and I just kind of remember being like, "Eh, this seems really goofy." Really, you didn't even empathize with him when he didn't have a heart anymore because no. you don't have a heart. Yeah, wasn't like I'm playing as me. <laughs> Did, well, I don't have a giant robot to, you know, fly around in, so I was, you know, more jealous than anything. Yeah, sounds like you're mad jelly. Yeah. Um, 
All right, uh, lightning round. In addition to VR uh, could be cool though. Yeah, VR could be cool. Uh, in addition to uh, Zone of the Enders coming to PS4, Final Fantasy IX is also coming to PS4. Yeah, um, it came to PS4. It's already out. Oh, it is out. Yeah, it oh, was okay. out the day it was announced. Oh, it was one of those like today. Yeah, yeah go and buy it right now. Nice. Is it just the port of the PS1 game? It's um, it's a like not you know completely remastered. No, but it's like upscaled. Yeah, upresed and you know, made specific yeah, graphics. Blah blah blah. It's probably like the Rockstar. Like PS4 mm-hmm. games, yeah. cool. I hear that. I hear from many people that is the best one. Um, it's one of the ones I did not play. I know that like I played six, seven, eight, ten. Didn't play any of the elevens. Well, eleven was the like or twelve. Yeah, eleven was the MMO. Uh, yeah, eleven was the MMO, MMO, and then I didn't play twelve. Are you gonna get it now that it got re-released? Did you buy it? I bought it actually. Okay, so you um, might play mainly it now? just because I was like, ooh, metal tin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you played 13? Like and 13 I, didn't play, too? I played some of 13, but I just didn't like it. Okay. And, and then 14 like too linear and like not Final Fantasy. And then I picked up um, the 13, or 14 was the MMO, and I have 15, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean... I hear from many people it's the best one. I know people heard, love 7, but I've I know... Heard, I've heard that also. A lot uh, of people love 9. I didn't like the like aesthetic of it. Like the like super cartoony thing, yeah, and that's enough to throw and, throw you. So yeah, well, and it, it might have just been like a you know the time part of the yeah that part of the era of the time where like you know I played would it come on ninety nine? You would have been like sixty at that point. So yeah, yeah, uh, too old no, for games. I, yeah. <laughs> too old for those kitty games. Yeah, exactly. You know, after playing eight, which is all super dark and serious, and like all of a sudden it's like super cartoony and stuff like that, and I was kind of like, eh, this doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. But then, like you know, a couple years later, I'm running around playing uh, Wind, Wind Waker, Waker, going like, "This is the greatest game of all time." Yeah, see, it's Wind so Waker, cartoony and adorable. Wind Waker came out at the time where I was like, "I'm not playing that dumb cartoony game. Forget this." Yeah, <laughs> I don't I even want to get in that exact same mode. Yeah, um, but I'm probably gonna pick this up. Yeah, I haven't yet, but. Like I said, I, this is one of the ones I never played, so I'm like, mm, I could play that. Yeah, yeah, you're a Final Fantasy guy. You might as well try it. Like, yeah. it can't be that much. It can't be more than like twenty bucks, I assume. It's probably I think, ten I think bucks. It's like ten. Yeah, it's I'm probably sure. ten bucks. Uh, that's usually what the PS2 classics are, so that would make sense. Uh, uh, lightning round, moving from PS4 to Xbox. Uh, looks like there's no more uh, indies on the 360 now. Like these are super Just, indies uh, coming soon. The end of it. He's coming soon, uh, the end of it. October 6th. I think it was originally announced to be like last Tuesday, but then they pushed it to October 6th. But yeah, on the Xbox 360, they had uh, like Xbox Indies, which like not, you know, not like the little games. Not Super Meat Boy. Not Super Meat Boy. They had a system where you could actually make your own games and then upload them onto the Xbox and like sell them. Yeah. And, you know, they were called Xbox Indies. And there were, you know, tons and tons of tons. I'm sure hundreds. Because people, you know. Four million uh, Minecraft knockoffs, or yeah. like Minecraft, like first-person shooter and yeah. stuff like that. Fortnite Battle Arena, mm-hmm. and there were some <laughs> other good ones like um, uh, DLC Quest was like a you know an actual indie game that people knew about instead of just the you know, like shooting knockoff things. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all going away. All those are going to be disappearing. Were those backwards compatible? No, or, no. All right, no, so those were, were yeah. those were locked to the 360. Yeah, they were locked okay. to the 360. No one was going to go like take the effort to. You know. Yeah, actually, um, you know what? Well, not officially, but uh, Splatoon, I think, originally started as an Xbox indie game to the extent where I remember that there was a game where you used the Xbox avatars. And it was the same thing. It was you just ran around spraying paint, 
that that was something that was like announced and then like disappeared and never showed up and then Splatoon came out. Oh. So like I think Nintendo might have been like, well, that looks really cool. Like we want that idea. We'll yeah. buy that off of you. Well, well, they um, turned out to a winner. So mm-hmm. there you go. Are you sad? Yeah. Are there any games that you loved? Um, I had a couple. Like DLC Quest was a good one. Um, I mean, nothing that I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this is going. Like I said, it was. Like ninety percent shovelware. Yeah, which was your favorite Minecraft knockoff? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, it's so many to choose from. Oh man, it'll just take me forever to list them all off. Yeah, but eh, I mean, I guess you know that's not surprising that they'd be like, "Yeah, we're not bothering with this anymore." But still, I'm assuming that the ones you downloaded will still like you'll still be able to play them. Yeah, but, I, I, you just can't buy them. Or yeah. Download them from the so store. So if there's anymore. any Minecraft ripoff that you really, really want, run out and buy it now before yeah. it disappears forever. Or honestly, just take a look through the store. Like you never know, there could I'm be sure, something like, really a cool. Lot and... of them or stuff that like also on Steam. Yeah, I would probably just like do a search for like most popular, so mm. I just weed out all the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Phil Spencer of Xbox got promoted. He's now the super senior. Deluxe edition of... Uh, he's a uh, executive vice president of gaming at Microsoft. There you go. So that's a hell of a business card to hand out. Now, do you think because he's got this like bigger title, will that take him away from like E3 presentations and stuff? Or do you think job's still the same, it just now has a different title? It seems... We looked up... I don't remember what it was. We looked up what his original title was. And it was something where we were like, how is that any different? It was like the head of Xbox Gaming, Xbox Music, Xbox Movies, Xbox TV... It was like basically anything that you could get or do on an Xbox. He was the president of it. Yeah. And now it's like... Now he's just president of gaming. Yeah. Um, but he reports to the CEO now, and I think he didn't do that before. Mm. Like He might have reported to somebody else who reported this. So I think it's just they created a position and they gave it to him. But he's largely doing the same thing. He just has technically a new boss. Yeah. Um, Probably a little bit of a raise. Yeah. But he... I mean, this is a good thing for Xbox, I think, because he was the one who... Um, got them away from the we're trying to be the center of your living room to like we really need to be about games because we're a gaming yeah. machine like and now that's his sole purpose yeah which is good because he's the you know I wonder if this is just a thing where grand like, chancellor like, of gaming well I wonder if like is this they just said like you know what let's just cut those other two things off we don't care yeah. about that anymore let's cut off the TV and movies and yeah. music and just get rid of that and yeah you just be the gaming guy yeah which is like, good I doubt that there's a new also president of xbox video yeah because is that a thing i don't even think that's a thing like they're not still trying to make a halo show or a halo movie so it's probably oh, done fuck, i forgot about that yeah it wasn't like spielberg was supposed to make a halo tv show a lot of people were supposed to make a halo something and none of it ever yeah, came it's Yvonne, probably for the best though. camp you got fucked out of that yeah it's probably uh, you know, they did a, a couple like miniseries yeah that were really good yeah there was that uh, halo was nightfall uh, was the last one that was like the prequel to uh, Guardians. Yeah. And there was another one before that. Wasn't like Idris Elba in one? No, it was the guy that was the voice of the main dude from Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I, I thought I had I thought one of them had like super big star power. I don't remember. Um, I didn't watch him because you can only I watch him on Xbox. The, I know that the uh the guy that played Master Chief was the dude that played Colossus in the X Men movies. Oh. Well, there you the go. X Men three. Huh. I didn't know that. Because he's big. Yeah, yeah. He needed a big guy to wear the suit. But the uh, the first one was actually really good. I didn't watch Nightfall, but whatever the first miniseries was, I think it was just like uh, called like Halo ODST or something like that. It's about like rookies training when like, yeah. their planet gets attacked by the Covenant. Really good. Really good miniseries. There you go. Well, maybe it's it's dead because we just have the president, the super supreme chancellor I'm, of I'm gaming. I'm good with that. Yeah. Good, uh, like, 
I mean, Spencer, like he said, he's doing a good job over there. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Like, I always, every time they tried to go with the, um, like the whole like we're gonna be your total entertainment system thing. I Dude. just go fucking just man, no. make fucking video games. That's like, all I want. Like that's cool. You can route your cable through there and like snap football while you're playing Madden. Like that's cool. But like, like give me YouTube and you know Netflix and yeah. whatever apps, and that's all I need. Like I don't need all of this extra crap. No. Yeah. So it's good that they're focusing on gaming, and in this promotion seems like they're doubling down on his efforts, which uh, seem to be going well for Microsoft. I will. I mean, once the Xbox. One X comes out. We'll see what the future truly, truly means there. Uh, but since we just talked about movies so much with re- regards to it, Joe, did you see the trailer for Tomb Raider? Yes, I did. What'd you think of it? Looked like Tomb Raider. Sure did. Yeah. Um, I put out on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Um, it looks a hell of a lot like Tomb Raider, and that looks really awesome. But the hard part is making a good movie. Like yeah. you can make a movie look like Tomb Raider. That's really easy. Make a good movie look like Tomb Raider is more difficult. Mm. Um, I never watched the Angelina Jolie ones. No, me neither. Mm. Didn't care. I don't care for Angelina Jolie. Mm, um, I may go back and watch them just to like compare and contrast once the new one comes out. Be like, all right, before in the lead up to this, let me see what the old ones were like. I have a feeling that they're like. I mean, even though that they're not, I have a feeling that they're going to feel like oh, super yeah, dated. Is, yeah, this is like this feels like a '90s movie. Yes, yeah, of very much of the of time, time. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it looks really cool. I'm not down on it. Like I'm, I'm no less. I'm not excited for it either way. But I'm no like less excited. It was the same way when like that first Assassin's Creed trailer came out. I was like, all right, this looks like Assassin's Creed. This could be pretty good. Um, I, I was like, this looks like Assassin's Creed. Mm. Yeah. As a person who loves the games, I was like, this isn't going to translate well at all. Um, I think I the right. well, the worst part about that trailer was that they had like Kanye West music when they're in the old like Spain times, and it's like that doesn't fit. Why are we doing this? I always hate it when they do that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this looks like Tomb Raider. She's jumping on boats and she's got a bow and arrow and she's maps and secret codes and all kinds of stuff so i don't know could be could be good it's mm. at least a good first look uh, as opposed to being like oh man this already looks like shit yeah um so i, yeah. I like how and I, I don't know if this is gonna sound like weird or masochistic or anything like that or psychotic mm. or anything i like how it was still as brutal like the games are really brutal yeah if you played tomb raider rise of the tomb raider yeah and, uh, just Tomb Raider and Rise of Tomb Raider, right? The first one's just called Tomb Raider? Yeah. Of the reboots? Yep. Okay. They're fucking brutal. Like, they're not kind to Laura Croft in those. And, no. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't, yeah, like, eaten by bears. Away. Yeah, like, I'm glad they didn't, like, shy away from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it does sound weird when you're like, I'm really glad that woman got their shit kicked out of <laughs> yeah, that movie. That's I was like, I don't want to say No, but I get what you're saying, that, like, it, it feels so much like those reboot games that... I I mean it's kind of a good story to base it off of because so, those were good concise she things. Spot on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, they got someone that looks like her. The aesthetic of the movie looks like it. I, don't, I mean, um, but like I said, just looking right doesn't make a good movie. No. So I'm not any more excited. It doesn't all of a sudden make me excited for this movie because I know that no matter how it looks, it's still a video game movie, and that's an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, you know, a really quick pause, lightning round. Okay. Um, speaking of. Uh, movies of video games uh, on the plane back from um, Arizona yeah I watched the 2017 mummy the Tom Cruise movie yeah did you see that I did the first half hour of that movie was straight up an uncharted movie yeah like straight up an uncharted like he was totally Nathan Drake like with his buddy like joking as they're running through the desert like f- shooting guys searching for treasure yeah I was like holy fuck this is an uncharted movie yeah uh, the rest of the movie sucks, though. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. 
But like right off the bat, I was like, you know what? If like this was the Uncharted movie, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, we, and then like the mummy shit started. I went, yeah. yeah, it loses itself very quickly. Um, no, yeah, no, that does feel very Although much. I always perk up every time I see Russell Crowe on screen. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, Russell Crowe. Zach says so bad in that movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested to see too because, like, obviously there's a uh, there's an Uncharted movie in development. I feel like we've talked about it. Yeah, Tom Holland is Tom young Holland, Nathan. I, like, I remember hearing that. I kind of just went like. Mm. I lost interest. Like I don't care about little kid. Like even though he's not a little kid, but like yeah, he's a, I didn't like I was like 18, young, young yeah. Nathan Drake. I'm sure he'll be like nineteen twenty or something like that. Still, like I wanted like Nathan Drake from the yeah. things, and like this was it for the most part. Yeah, so I was like, man, yeah, like I really wish they just went with that. Yeah, so I think Tomb Raider comes out next year. I assume Uncharted's got to come out not next year, but maybe twenty nineteen. I'm wondering yeah, I would say how. Like 2019. I'm wondering how different they'll feel, or if it'll, it or, or if it'll feel like an Armageddon Deep Impact kind of situation where it's like, look, it's two treasure hunting attractive people who are jumping from stuff and climbing mountains. Yeah, he absolutely. Looks, he looks weird to me. Well, they make him look weird because he's supposed to be a kid, but yeah, I think he's a fine looking young man. Hmm. I, I mean, he had oh. a creepy pedo stash in uh, the Lost City of Z. Well, I think that was the point of that movie, though, wasn't it? To have creepy-looking people and going like, down? You know, people searching through the jungle. Yeah, creepy people. Hmm. Or they find creepy people. Yeah. Either way. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how different those two feel since they'll be coming out so close to one another. Yeah. Um, I saw that they wanted Brian Cranston to play Sully. I'm down. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, that seems like really good casting. Yeah. But it's just a thing where, like, we'd love to have Brian Cranston play the role. Yeah. Nothing like Brian Cranston's in the box or anything. Yeah. Like a lot that. of people want to have Brian Cranston do things because Brian Cranston's great. Uh, I feel like since Breaking Bad, he hasn't really done anything great. Uh, I mean, he's had, he hasn't, like, had I a. I mean, he was Zordon. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying Zordon's not great? I think Zordon's pretty great. But no, he sucked in that movie. Yeah. Um, but that was the movie's fault. Yeah. Uh, lightning round resume? Sure. All right. Before this turns into just the movie podcast <laughs> yeah, all we'll, of a sudden. We'll do that later. Uh, Let's talk more about Brian Cranston's acting career. <laughs> what, are, what are his chops? <laughs> uh, lightning round. They We got a new, like a new, new, super new fighter in Dragon Ball Fighter yeah. Z. All new original. All character. new original. This is actually something that like once we finished the podcast two weeks ago, yeah, you bro, like, like opened up your phone and said, oh, hey, look, new New, new character. New, super new, real new, totally new, never before seen, always new right now mm-hmm. fighter. Uh, so they introduced a new character, uh, Android 21, uh, you know, designed by Akira Toriyama himself, specifically for the game. Uh, she is a new android. She's going to be factoring into the plot somehow. We don't really know, but it seems like she is one of the bad guys working with the evil Android 16. Yeah. How does that make you feel as a Dragon Ball fan that there's a new character coming in video game form? Uh, that's fine. I mean, okay. I mean, playing Dragon Ball Z Universe was, and you're playing as an entirely new character. Yeah, but that's different. They're putting you in the footsteps of it rather than having a character with a backstory that already exists. And... They still added like new characters into them, oh, stuff. Okay. like the um, God of Time and stuff like that, oh, okay. and all the villains and shit like that. But uh, yeah, I'm completely down. Nice. She looks cool. I like the design. There you go. I don't have anything to say on it because I'm not a Dragon Ball fan, but I know I that you Dragon are. Ball's yeah, so I'm super I want... excited for this game, and I wanted to get your opinion. Even on though that. I don't like fighting games, I am completely down for this game you know uh what people who like fighting games are also down on 
What? Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. They are uh, very down on Marvel. Lightning round. That game bombed hard. It bombed super hard. So and you I have some facts. Say, I can't say I'm surprised. We talked about like before this game came out how there was zero hype for this game. Zero fanfare. Out. It like doesn't look great either. No. Um, but you have some facts on that, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, was outsold by Pokémon Tournament DX on the Nintendo Switch, which is a remake. Which of is a, a remake of like a game. three-year-old Wii U game. That's just okay. That's just okay. It's not great, and only out on one system. Yep, and this is out on all the systems except for is, was it's, it, not it's not on Switch. So it's on the other two PS4, systems in Xbox, PC, uh, maybe? PC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on PC. Yeah, bombed real bad. But man, that is like that is really bad. Not only not only did it. Uh, lose to that. It actually sold less copies in its first week than uh, Street Fighter 2 on the Switch. Yeah. Mm, not and good. I, and I saw a lot of a lot of complaints about um, like just lack of content in the game. Yeah. Like there's not very, very many fighters. There's not very many modes. I think they wanted to focus on telling that story because like Injustice was such a good idea with its story. Yeah, but that it like, also had a ton of content besides yeah. just the story. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they they went for the story and then forgot to make the rest of the game. Yeah. But, man, that is just... Do you think this is the end for Marvel vs. Capcom? Probably. Like, I mean, after a bomb that bad, I don't think they're sitting there going like, well, we need to get to work to Marvel vs. Capcom 5. That's true. Um, they are coming out with DLC for it, though. Uh, yeah, they did announce one of the new DLC characters, which is uh, Monster Hunter for the Capcom side. So it's just like a, a generic female Monster Hunter like hunter. Uh, it, it looks cool. Like the aesthetic always looks really cool, and the armor designs for Monster Hunter and stuff. But yeah, that's not going to boost sales or anything. Yeah, I don't think anyone's running out to buy the game because they're like, oh boy, I can't wait to play you know this. And it's funny because there, I remember when the game came out. Um, going back to Dragon Ball. There was a lot of stuff on the like Steam forums of that they were like talking about all the shit talking from uh, Dragon Ball Fighters yeah. fans about like how shitty Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is and how much better Dragon Ball's Fighters is, is, is yeah. going to be. So uh, step like step one, step one's correct. Yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom sucks. Uh-huh. Step two is Dragon Ball Fighters is Z. Better be good. But now has to be good after you gotta, all of the shit talking. Yeah, you got to back but, it up. I mean. Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and it's the, from and a, the hype is there. The hype that was completely lacking for Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, and it has a fighting game pedigree that I think Marvel vs. Capcom didn't have in terms of the team making it and like their history with fighting games that Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom didn't really have. So yeah, Arc System. Yeah. yeah, doesn't really surprise me. But uh, bummer for those people that are super big into the Marvel vs. Capcom style of gaming uh, that your game sucks. Because oh, man, Pokemon Tournament beat it. I mean, I, fuck does that listen, Switch hype is real. People are all about it. And I get that games that are, you know, Nintendo based are selling like crazy on the Switch because Switch hype is real. Yeah. But at the same time, how many Switches are there versus how many Xboxes and PS4s and PCs with people who legitimately love fighting games and want to play it? I am surprised it didn't beat it. I'm not surprised that Pokémon sold well. I'm more surprised that. Like Marvel's Capcom didn't at least equal that mm. across all platforms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, it'll remain to be seen what we see from a Marvel vs. Capcom style game going forward. If Capcom puts out any more fighters, or if they, you know, try to switch it up with maybe make a Marvel only fighting game or a Capcom only fighting game and kind of revamp it and try something new. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, how well did Street Fighter Five do? Uh, okay, but I think it's just it's just on PS4, right? 
No, it came out on Xbox. Also. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I assume sure. it does well. It, I mean, still featuring all the, you know, game tournaments and. Yeah. So I assume it. I assume it did well. I don't know. Because I remember it was the same kind of complaints about Street Fighter Five when that came out. Like, it just had like, you know, verses and no story. Well, it had no story. It was the same thing where they're like, "There's no content here. Like, yeah. There's, there's a fighting game here, but there's nothing really to do in it besides fight." Yeah. Which I mean, you kind of want a little. If you're going to be spending sixty bucks on something, exactly, you you want to have something. You can't just appeal only to hardcore fighting game fans. Yeah, because you're going to alienate the majority of your audience, um, and then the rest of the main hardcore audience is going to dissipate yeah. as well. So, um, it looks like they overcorrected with this one. Yeah, where they're like, okay, let's go way into the story mode, and they didn't focus on the fighting game at they all. They forgot and All the else. fighters were like, fighting fans were like, no. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, you you got to focus on every aspect of it to make a good game. So. Um, Lightning round. They announced uh, PS Plus games and games with gold for the month of October. The games with gold first wave is out now. Joe, why don't you start with those? Uh, that they list, put right? out uh, Gone Home. and a good one. Um, Oxenfree, I think, was the holdover from last month. Uh, and then on the original Xbox 360, they put out Rayman uh, 3D. Oh, okay. For the three D, the three hundred and sixty version. Yeah. Um, the weird thing, however, though, is when I came home yesterday and I went to download, or uh, not yesterday, today, today. Um, when I went to download them, for some reason, the uh, Rayman three D is not free. What? Yeah, I like clicked on it and I was like, "Go to download," and then it said like, "You will be charged nine ninety nine to download this." And I went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! I am not paying for Rayman three D." Is that one of those games that's maybe the fifteenth and not the first? It's it's there on the thing like these are it says like these are the free games available weird and you like click on it and it tries to charge it for it weird yeah yeah maybe uh, it maybe might, they it messed must up just be like a glitch in the system or something yeah maybe check in a couple of days to see if it's updated uh, what's coming the fifteenth um I actually don't have that oh you don't have the list up no oh you're usually so prepared with the games with gold list that I, I know didn't... you're the one that said it this time so I figured you had the list no because I'm always I, I rely on you as a good co-host to have that because you're usually so on top of it mm, um, my bad. no it's fine. I'll just look it up right now. Games with gold. Looking it up. Going home. Yeah, Rayman 3 HD. Medal of Honor Airborne is October 16th through the 31st. And what's the Turing test. No idea what that is. The Turing test is, I mean, I know what the Turing test is. What is it? Uh, It's the thing about, like, about registering the intelligence of AI. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I don't know what the game is. Medal of Honor Airborne, however, I actually really liked that game when it came out on the 360. I played the crap out of that. Uh, The Turing test, Bulkhead Interactive. It's only $20, so... I don't know. It was free. Yeah. Uh, it's a first-person puzzle puzzler that explores the phenomena of consciousness and challenges the meaning of human intuition. Uh, take control of Ava Turing, an engineer for the International Space Agency, and progress through a narrated story of introspection and morality whilst uncovering hidden mysteries of Europa. Uh, puzzles, it kind of almost sounds like Portal, but without the Portal gun. Where it's like clearly sounds like a blast. Yeah, it can sound. No, gone home is sort of rip roaring good time. So I'm sure <laughs> this one is going to be the same. Um. So yeah. So those are those. So I assume because you don't, you were off the cuff before. You also don't have the PlayStation Plus games, right? 
Uh, I got them right here. Oh, you do have them. Well, oh, you just I just got pulled them right them up now. now while you were talking. Good on you. What do we got for PlayStation Plus that uh, are available Plus, starting Tuesday? Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. That is a fantastic game that you get for free. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, it's uh, several Grand, years old. Ground but Zeroes was given before. Also. Yes. So, so now you have as the f- long as you've had it for a long time, you get that as well. Yep. Uh, actually, it says here Ground Zeroes was a freebie back in June of 2015. Yeah. Uh, also appropriate enough for the Halloween month, the PS4 owners will also be getting the Amnesia Collection. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, especially for Halloween scary times. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get uh, Amnesia Dark Scent and uh, Amnesia a Machine for Pigs. Uh, and then for cross-buy games between Vita and PS4, you're going to get uh, Hue, Skyforce Anniversary, and for the PS3, you will get Hustle Kings, Monster Jam Battlegrounds. There you go. Monster Trucks and Pool for the PS3. Yeah. I heard Hue is really good. It was supposed to be a free game last month, but I, it like... It got pushed back. Yeah. Uh, it's basically... It's a puzzle game where you have to like change the color of like the objects to figure out like where to go and stuff like that. Um, so that one sounds pretty cool. Mm. But, I mean, it, I'm, Phantom Pain has been around for a long time. It's been pretty cheap everywhere for the last you know yeah. year, so I'm sure... If, but if you didn't get around to yeah, it... Yeah, if, if for some reason you're a person who... like. Just didn't have a chance to pick it up. Now's a good opportunity to get it free. Yep. The uh, Amnesia Collection, however, that is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, especially because people are always looking for scary horror games. Um, so there you go. So those are your free uh, those are your free games uh, available. Uh, the Xbox One starting now, and then the PlayStation Ones will be available starting on Tuesday when they update the PlayStation Store. Uh, lightning Round. So this was a, a sweet story from a couple weeks ago that was kind of everywhere, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Turns out that people found a copy of NES Golf on the Switch, like buried within the code. Um, and the story behind how to unlock it is probably one of the sweetest video game things I've ever heard. Uh, basically, they discovered that the game unlocks on the date of July 11th, which was the date of uh, Satoru Uwada's passing. Um, I'm surprised they went with the passing and not his birthday. Yeah, well, I think it's just like a memory. It's like to commemorate his life, I guess. Um, That's why I was thinking to go. I mean, maybe it's a Japanese thing. Yeah, you celebrate the death of a person as opposed to the life of like the birthday yeah. person. Um, so it can only be unlocked on that day, and it can only be unlocked when the system is set to that day. And you detach the Joy Cons, and you do his famous like arms forward, like kind of pointing motion that he always yeah, he, like, did during. Like, up to down yeah and he always did that during the um like the e3 pressers and nintendo directs and stuff like that and it's it's like a, such it's a funny, sweet it's thing funny because you said like you do his hand motion and i instantly knew what you were talking about yeah and it's a thing i've never thought about but you just knew just that's like, what he oh, does yeah, that's the thing he always did yeah um so i guess you can't you can't trick the system into thinking it's july because if you've connected to the internet ever like the system knows to check against the internet when it looks for time. So even if you try to manually set it, it'll probably be like, Hey, we can't connect to the internet to check if that's right. So we're just going to set it back to the last thing that it was when we checked the internet. Um, but if you never connected your switch to it, uh, there's plenty of video tutorials online about how to try and unlock it. Um, the hand motion is pretty specific. So like we watched a video where a guy took several times to finally unlock it. But it is a copy of the NES Golf, which uh, Iwata helped create and program for the original NES on how to shrink down a golf game with 18 full holes to an NES cartridge. So um, a sweet little touching moment. I don't know if it's meant to be unlocked, if... People will be able to unlock it next July. I don't. 
I don't know. Um, well, now was it, it? You can only play it on that day, or you can unlock it on that day, and then you can play it as much as you want. After I think that. you can just unlock it on that day. Okay. Um, I don't know, but and you know, it could have just been a thing to test emulation for future virtual console usage, and it just kept it there. And they put that little Easter egg in as part of it, or it could have just been an Easter egg from the get go. With their, or maybe some rogue programmer, who yeah, put it in there, you know, as, as a tribute, and yeah. Reggie was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, because like that in there. Nintendo hasn't commented on it. Like they haven't mentioned it. They haven't brought it up. I don't know if there's going to be fanfare when that time comes because it'll be three years from when he died the next July 11th. Um, but I just thought that was a really sweet story. And even though it's a couple weeks old now, I wanted to talk about it because it's just like it's a weird, like touching moment that yeah. you don't normally get in uh, like in video game news and stuff like that. Um so I thought that was particularly nice. Um, so lightning round now, moving from one touching moment to another. Um, uh, Flappy Bird. Everyone remembers Flappy Bird, yes. right? The 2013, I think, was that game came it was an out. Old game. Yeah, yeah. it's dead. It's yes, it gone is gone forever. <laughs> it is passed on. Um, it's not the only game that is passed on. This is our in memoriam segment. Uh, for the last two weeks, uh, Battleborn is also it's dead. They've officially said Gearbox said it's not going to do uh, any more things with Battleborn. They've thrown in the towel and uh, <laughs> and uh, Battleborn is a game we've talked about a bunch on this podcast. Yes, uh, it sucks. And it's, it's really sad to see it go. There were so many high hopes for it. Yeah, almost never, none. Never reached. <laughs> Certainly didn't reach the potential that everyone said it was not going to be that good. Um, Flap- but yeah, so Flappy Bird, uh, the uh, iOS update. The, the new the iOS 11. One, yep. Uh, will not support 32-bit games. And that game is a 32-bit game. Mm-hmm. And the guy who, as you may remember, uh, took that game off the store many, many years ago because all of the money he was making was ruining his life <laughs> for some fucking reason. Uh, uh, he was from like, I don't remember some kind of quasi uh, third world country. Yeah. I don't remember where he was from, but, um, but he, it was the kind of thing where like, as soon as everyone found out this guy was making so much money, he had people beating down his door. Yeah. Um, so he took this, he took it down, then put it back up and then it had been up ever since. And now Flabby Bird officially is, has passed on. Did you ever end up like playing Flappy Bird at all? Oh yeah. I played Flappy Bird a ton. All right. Enough of this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, no, it was, it was very, there's nice sad music that we played from the cast of Les Miserables. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I played Flappy Bird a lot because like everyone was playing Flappy Bird, and so it was one of those things where it's like, what's your high score? What's your high? Like you know, and like I kept it on my phone. I think it's still on my phone. Honestly, I'm pretty sure mine is still on my phone. Uh, Did it? Uh, I still have it. Yeah, because it transferred over from phone to phone over the the years because I never deleted it because I was like, oh, maybe I'll go back. To it. I'm never gonna go back to it. I didn't actually. I didn't know it got released on Android. I thought it was only on iOS. Uh, no. IOS. no. That's how he made even more gobs of money was mm. uh, having it on both platforms. Well, you know what? It probably that probably means it probably still works on yours. That's true. Because so it was go. just a, the iOS update that. So it's that dead on iPhones. So it's dead on iPhone. Long live Android. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that killer app, Flappy Bird. You still want to play that Flappy Bird? You got to have that uh, Android device. No, it's uh, it's dead to me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's Flappy Bird and Battleborn have uh, left this digital Earth. Uh, never to be played again because why <laughs> yeah battleborn i'm sure that they'll still leave the servers up but yeah gearbox said that they were gonna stop any additional you know program they're not gonna be working towards any updates or anything like that so 
I mean, I guess that's not much of a surprise. I'm sure they're focusing all of their energy on Borderlands 3 at this point. Yeah. Saying, like, we got to put something out there because our last, like, five games have flopped and we're only good at making uh, Borderlands. Yeah. I uh, There was a thing going around where somebody was trying to get them to port Borderlands 2 over to Switch. And he was like, hey, how would, like, would if I got this many likes and this many retweets, would you do it? And he's like, yeah. Like, Randy Pitchford was like, yeah. He's like, all right, like consider it done, and he's, like you always like, yeah, we got to milk this uh, Borderlands thing as much yeah. as we got because so, what was, so they had Battleborn, uh, they had that Bulletstorm remastered that came out a few months ago, uh-huh. uh, they had Aliens Colonial Marines, yeah. uh, Duke Nukem Forever, yeah, yeah. And they're probably like, look, we gotta we gotta do something here because we're not doing too good, yeah, that sucks. So I mean, Battleborn's dead, Flappy Bird's dead. Uh, even if it's available on Android still, it's dead. Uh, so rest in peace, Flappy Bird, and rest in peace, Battleborn. Uh, eh, may the, rest in peace, Battleborn. Uh, may, may the nightmares of not being Overwatch finally be put to uh, its rest. Flappy Bird was a sad story. Yeah, I mean, because that guy just made so much money and yeah. then didn't like all the money he so made. so hard for him. I know. Uh, it could have been. Who knows? But um, all right, Sometimes Joe. success destroys a person. Joe, do you, have a, do you have a song that's maybe less sad but still kind of evokes dying because we we might have one more death on our hands toys are us toys are us toys are us all right just re just recue the last sad song that we did uh no i'm just kidding (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) toys are us so sad uh toys are us i'm enjoying les mis (laughs) toys are us Uh, filed for bankruptcy last week uh not the bad bankruptcy Wonder. But the good bankruptcy, the one that says you don't have to pay back your debt right childhood now. I don't remember the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know, but there's childhood in there, which is you know, could be a Toys R Us he kid. He was gone when autumn came. Autumn is here, and all, all those things are gone, so that works out. She had a baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. And he left. He <laughs> left her. <laughs> all right. All right <laughs> Just recap of Les Mis. Um... No, so Toys R Us filed Montaigne for bankruptcy. died. <laughs> Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy. Uh, not the terrible bankruptcy that means you're closing and there's liquidation sales and everything. This is the bankruptcy that helps you restructure loans. Like and, Chapter Eleven. Uh, no, Chapter Eleven is the bad one. This oh. is like Chapter Six or something like mm. that. Um, so no liquidation sales just yet. Don't go running out to buy what are still overpriced Lego sets and video game accessories and things like that. Um, but it's still one foot. It's like a one foot in the grave kind of situation for Toys R Us who. Are still said they're gearing up for holidays like normal, um, but if that if it goes like that's a that's an institution as yeah. toy collectors like, there, and video game there purchasers even like, a like toy store anymore. I think it's Toys R Us. I mean, I'm sure there's like tons of little mom and pop stuff, but like nothing yeah. like that. Um, no, I mean because like the only the places that we go and we look for like you know Marvel Legends or like action figures or stuff like that, we go to Toys R Us and Walmart and Target and. Like those, oh, yeah, those places Walmart all stuff, still have stuff, but they have but shitty. Not like se- a toy store. No, that's not what they just do. Have a toy section. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if if Toys R Us goes, that'll be a that'll be a sad sign as an institution. Is It'll it mean you can no longer be a Toys R Us kid. Oh, Jeffrey the giraffe. Yep, Jeffrey the giraffe. Yeah, send him out to pasture. You know, it's weird that like it was something I, I in a weird way I kind of expected leading up to that. I remember making a comment like a few days before they actually filed for bankruptcy where. Uh, I think it was me and Skip were, maybe it was me and you, I don't remember, but we were in the, the video game section, and I like said to myself, like, there's never a good sale on video games anymore. 
because Toys R Us back in the day, back in the day, like a year ago, yeah. they would always have really good sales on video games yeah. every once in a while. You every know, once in a while they do like, like a buy two, get like, one free. Yeah, buy two, get one free, or even like, you know, you know these titles are um, 33% off, kind yeah. of thing like that. And they would have, you know, big discounts or uh, some, you know, every once in a while you get like a crazy like new game sale where they'd be, you know, all new games are 50% off kind of thing. Yeah. And those like went away, and the, nothing was ever on sale anymore. And I remember thinking that like was weird. And I guess that was the, the sending me like, "Look, we can't have sales anymore. Like, yeah. we're hurting." Yeah, they owe a lot of money. Um, they had restructured debt like a couple of different times from the articles that I saw, and they they owe like like millions, if not, it, I don't think it's billions, but um, they owe a lot of money to like a lot of different people, and. Um, they're going to try to restructure and they're going to try to stay afloat and, you know, we'll see how holidays do. And, you know, at least from a video game standpoint, the holiday 2017 is going to be a pretty big one. So they might be able to kind of recoup from that and stay a while longer. I don't want them to go out of business because that's where I look for collectibles and stuff like that. But I don't know. It it's, today. Yeah, it's a, it's an institution and it looks like it could be going away. Um, Curse you, Amazon. Yeah. Everything. Honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled and see what what becomes of it, and hopefully they can they can stick around. But I mean, the writing's probably on the wall that it's it's not long for this world, considering all of the online options. And it might just go to an online only place, like you can go to ToysRUs dot com, even though their website blows. Yeah, um, and I mean, once again, you have Amazon. that, out, or you can just load up your Amazon app that everyone has on their phone. Yeah. And- do one touch buying for everything they need. And yeah, it's free two day shipping than everyone else. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, not shedding a tear quite yet, but getting ready for it. It's kind of one of those like, it's yeah, the experience. Yeah. It's all yeah. about the experience. Yeah. Um, but it's just that feeling of like, oh man, Toys R Us is sick. Like they're, they're going to pull through for right now. Like they'll, they'll, they'll kick around for a little bit longer, but they're, they're sick and they're, they may not get better. So we have to start preparing ourselves for a world without, without Jeffrey, the giraffe and Toys R Us in, in general. What's your favorite Toys R Us memory, Joe, to close out uh, this lightning round? My favorite Toys R Us memory? Yeah, do you have like a memory for like when you were a kid or? Um, I remember like back in the day when they used to have the guy in the Jeffrey the Giraffe like costume. Like walking around and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like walking around the store and like coming up to the kids and giving a hug. And I remember always being like, oh my God, he's so tall. <laughs> I remember like, so the way that you used to get video games back in the day is like you walked on the video game aisle and they just had cards for the yeah. game and you had to take the card and you had to buy the card at the register and then you had to take it from the register over to like the pickup center and they would go in the back and like get you your game. And like that's how they sold video games. So there was no, there were no cases that they had to like unlock and they had nothing like where they needed to key it open or anything like that. So I'll always remember like, that's how I got games as a kid. It was like, I buy this, like my parents would buy me this card and I go to the thing and the guy goes in the back and he gets me the game that I want. Um, that and always like some sort of weird magical. Yeah. Um, it was going to turn into a game that, and I always wanted to do one of those. Like I always wanted to win one of those contests that where they just give you You like run around. Yeah. They give you five minutes and you just go bananas in a Toys R Us shoving anything you can into a shopping cart. I spent days planning out my, Thing. Oh, I always like knew what I was. I would go to the video game aisles first because uh, yeah, that was, was the most like, expensive was like, okay, stuff. If this ever happens to be for some reason. Yeah, I'm gonna be here, 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 here. I'm gonna grab these, 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 these. Yeah. Well, because the best part is that if you were going to the video game aisle, you're just filling up your cart with the cards, so they didn't take up any space in the shopping cart. So you get all the cards in there as like a base, and then you run to the like the Power Rangers section and just throw everything in, and like the Ninja Turtles just all go in the the bucket. Like, 
And then you like actually get out of there, and they're like, "Okay, here are your cards." <laughs> yeah, you got all you the motherfuckers. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't go to the pickup location. Oh, I wasted so much time getting these cards. <laughs> no, uh, I always wanted to win those competitions. So, um, though that's that's supermarket sweep. Yeah. Well, no, this was like the like. I know it just made me think of supermarket sweep. <laughs> I love that show growing up. <laughs> if only they had one for running around a toy store. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that will do it for the uh, the lightning round, which means that will do it for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast. <laughs> this, this show, this episode's dead. This episode is past. We're gonna we're gonna remember this episode fondly. <laughs> Rest in peace. This episode. Um, I think it's episode thirty two. Right? Uh, we didn't even look into it, did we? I don't remember. I think it's 32. You have 31 written there at the top. Maybe it's 31. Let's see. Uh, looking it up. We should, re- life would be we should remember this because it's if it's going to rest in peace. This episode is from no longer here. Uh, no, this is 31. Good, yeah. good on me. So rest in peace, episode 31. It's over. Uh, remember, you can find the Games Cast as well as our Broken Clocks main event Killed wrestling podcast every Monday at 9 a.m. <laughs> this would have been really perfect if I was done with the the end stuff because it would have faded out. I know. Like a second. <sighs> it's too late. You missed ah. it. Um, but you can find this every Monday at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So please do give us a like, a share, a subscribe. <laughs> so that's going to do it for the Broken Clocks podcast. Thank Games you, everybody. Cast. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>